Baby, won't you come my way? That's some <laughs> shit I want to say. I like that record, man. I like it too, man. It's going on. I like that. Whether the remix with him or not, with uh, Drake on it or not, I like that. This kid is is from New Jersey. Yeah, I, I checked him out. I checked out his interview with uh, what's her name, Angie Martinez. And I, and Word. It, it made it made me really like him a little bit more. You know, understand his struggle. By the way, right now you listen to episode four. Before we get into it. Reasonable Ignorance, and I am Michael Walton, a.k.a. Magic Mike 32 on your Instagram and your Twitter. Jamal Shabazz, uh, King Bull on, on both. And I like this kid. Yeah, he, he, he's he's telling it. I understand his story a little bit more. What's I, the story? I, I, I didn't know, you know, he was, for one, he just started rapping two years ago. <laughs> I didn't know that. If that's what you want to call it, oh rapping. Oh, my God. And he's singing and 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 doing his thing. He made a way out of no way, and I didn't know he didn't he didn't really like rapping like that. His boys was rapping, and he was just tagging along to the studio with them. And it he sounds started. it sounds like a, the one of the greatest stories ever. Good marketing story. I just rap started rapping two years ago. I got one eye. I'm from New Jersey. And you see how he lost his eye? Uh, he lost his eye in a, a childhood incident. Uh-huh. My boys is rapping. I'm just, you know, I'm just in there. I'm the one to take off. And he's taking off. Yeah. yeah Anytime he, you close out the BT Awards show, you taking off. Yeah, and, and they really like him. And uh, I like this. I want to talk about the BET Awards. Like, I watched them on the reruns. Uh-huh. I didn't get to see it live because I was out doing something. Uh I was pissed because Janet Jackson was getting his award. Right. And I was, uh, I looked up at the TV and I seen the, uh, the Black Blues Brothers, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, because they ain't took them outfits off in like 30 years. They haven't. <laughs> and then we talking about what? From the, when they was in the time, when right? When they was in the time, like they keep them fedoras and them shades. I'm like, I call them the Black Blues Brothers. That's Jake and Elwood. If you don't from know Minnesota. who the, If you don't know who the time is, you, you, you don't know about your music history whatsoever. Yeah. Music. Morris Day and the Time is like classic. You know, before all this, you know what I'm saying? Morris was the most smoothest cat. He was the original player in the game. Yeah. Like, like, cool. cool cap. Yeah, you know, that was the name of the song. Some say that he, he was, you know. I'm so cool. He's, I'm saying, you know, Morris was. Mm-hmm. He, he, he got big-headed. And he thought he was bigger than Prince. And they gave him that movie. That's deal. his cousin. He, they, but he thought it was big. Oh, okay. He, got some hey, he, killed, <laughs> he killed in Purple Rain. He, he, he did that. What? But then when the other, when the other, when the other. How's the family? <laughs> I did that laugh for a whole week at Robert A. Black. I just did that laugh. <laughs> How's the family? <laughs> Man, they should have suspended the hell out of you. <laughs> they sure as hell did. Hey, that that was that was some coldness. That was, that was some coldness. But he thought he was bigger. And when the movie roles came along, and then when he started reading for the movie roles, they were like, "All right, well, we gonna." Severance this package and we just gonna give you that money, but you're not really what we looking for. You just was good in that role because you was that was a Minneapolis movie. That was a movie that was depicting your life at the time. So you you really can't get into no other characters. Did you do the dance? The, uh, did you have a sidekick? Did you have a sidekick? Yeah, the bird dance. Did you have a sidekick like Jerome back then? No, no. Quit I'm playing. I probably on, was had, Jerome. Oh, we I, had to reenact. You have to reenact when you do the when you do the little tap of the fingers and stuff like that. And y'all doing the dance. No, you can't. You, it's it's hard. Like when you, 
the class clown and people don't, the people like, they know I'm gonna really go off into my own shit. I'm, I'm gonna be the Bobby Brown of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do my own shit. I'm gonna, my my shirt has to come off. I got to gyrate my pelvis. You know, I got to I got to do it all. So, cats wouldn't fuck with me like that back then. <laughs> but Morris Day is, is 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 classic for real. Morris Day, he doesn't get enough credit at all for that role that he played. Um, he balanced out the movie because Prince was uh, he did. Uh, Prince was really into his music and he was the quiet one. So he had to he had to have that clown dude in there. And that was that was more. So, I mean, he was cool with it, and uh, he was he was really trying to get in vanity. That whole <laughs> Minneapolis sound was 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 good for the Midwest, but it 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 didn't hold it didn't hold on. As far as the urban, they had every music on on lock. Yeah, uh, that's what that's that's what, remember what I told you a few episodes ago. Who you got? Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, or Babyface? Right, Babyface in L.A. Okay, like that, like they held black music down. For it's true. That's true. A true. minute. That's the they took the music scene to Atlanta when they brought Whitney Houston there to do that "I'm Your Baby Tonight" album. Okay, and that's how the that's how the face records blew up in Atlanta. Okay, and they haven't looked back since. Like Atlanta has it, but in the same token, Atlanta music is like totally different because like Gucci Man. Gucci Mane, you got to say it the right way. Right, Gucci Mane is 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 quite quite arguably the best A and R in the business of music business right now, while being locked up. Yeah, he has started the careers and or helped out in the careers of Future, Migos, Young Thug, OJ the Juice Man, French Montana, Nicki Minaj. What does that say about Young the rap Dolph? Man? What does that say about the rap man? Hey, <laughs> it's changed. It went. It went down south. The lyricalness of it just went like my like like. Take for instance, my favorite song now by Drake is him six p.m. in New York. Uh huh. But he really rapping, right? And nobody really likes that. Like they can't keep up with it. And when he says, "Me and Future be somewhere, probably in a in a." In uh, Silicon Valley, getting getting our billions on. Right. People think he's talking about the rapper future. No, he's talking about his DJ future. DJ future. Okay. Okay. So you know, like they don't really like. I st- I still listen to rhyme for stuff like that. But like, back to Fatty Wap, like I give Fatty Wap is Gucci Man's favorite rapper. And I give it up to them guys. Yeah, uh, with Dud, would you? Ex- <laughs> I mean, but you, what, you you think about it though. He's from the East Coast. Yeah. East but, Coast niggas. Well, this new generation of East Coast rap niggas do not subscribe to the old heads of... Right, that's what he said in his interview. He did not rap. know... He said he, he knew his favorite rap album was Jay-Z Blueprint, but he couldn't name none for a few minutes. And he was like, he like Nas one mic. Other than that, he don't like he don't know nothing about no Wu-Tang, no Rockham, none of that. He's a young guy, but still, like, that's why you got people like Sprite and Coca-Cola, you know, Coca-Cola through Sprite, they bringing out like the, the classic, iconic rhymes and, and putting them on the cans now. Like what Biggie said, what Nas said, and Rockem said, and and Drake. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, like those guys. Like that's that's totally different now. Like so, in thirty because, years, they gonna put out Fetty Wops. Baby, won't you come my way? Well, I just know on he the won't Sprite be, can. He he won't be doing what what Grateful Dead doing. 
Grateful Dead has 71,000. Look. And Soldier Field three nights in a row. He won't be doing that. Fetty who, Wap, can, who can do that for hip hop? Fetty Wap said, I I dare that nigga run his mouth. <laughs> Even when his singer. <laughs> wow. Hey, I like singers. Fetty, man. I like Fetty. Yeah, he, he, he different, man. He, Fetty's he, like the new Ja Rule. I'm going to tell you what really surprised me, though. What? This summer. What? So far, my, 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 like, I, I, I got to listen to this new music. You'd have to. I have to. But I'm, I'm, cause I'm, I'm getting more open minded. Cause you know, I could listen to Jay all day, 360. Yeah. And then I could just put on some old school guy and some new edition. I'll be cool. But listen. That's your element right there. Yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah, I understand. So I had to open like my mind up. I really like Lil Dirk album. Dirk has, to me, to me, he has the best album out so far this summer. To me. And I'm not being biased because he's from Chicago. Like, I just like what he did. Okay. I like what he did. And I I, I just listened to Wayne, Free Weezy album. I didn't get a chance to listen to that one yet. Yeah, I listened to it. It's okay. It's like he got a lot on his mind about his daddy messing him over. So he's just straight dissing Birdman throughout the whole album. No, no, he's just like it, at least he's talking about it. Yeah, I mean, instead of just keeping it in, he's talking about it. But I mean, you know, um, the Dirk album came out correct. Yeah, go support the album. Go support. Go buy. Stream. Do whatever you want to do with the album. Um, Lil, Lil Dirk. Yeah, he, he really came. But you had it. other albums that came out this this month also. You had uh, uh, Meek Mills. I, I, I checked Meek, out Meek Mills. Meek's album came out. Yeah, I checked them out. How'd you like it? His, his intro and his, and his, is not as tough as uh, Dreams and Nightmares, but he, he got another good intro on there. Okay. Yeah, that 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 one from Dreams and Nightmares is still gets played in the club. Classic. And they still go crazy, even though, you know, I'm supposedly, at this time, I'm supposed to be aged out of the club, you know, because no, you, my daughter is now going to... My daughter would be going to the club and everything. I can't go into, the, even listen, though we listen man. to the same music. We listen to we listen to what's the name together. Listen, man, you are a record label owner. You have to be in a club. Yeah, you I never do. know who who you gonna you like. Russell Simmons was still going to the club. That's true. <laughs> he was still going to the club, man. Getting people, picking them off, and and throwing the parties. Like that's part of your culture, you and and you got to do that. You you never know who you might miss. Very true. So, now you know who had a good album that came out that everybody is not. I'm not gonna say it slept on. I don't know if the black delegation as a as a whole or certain pockets of the black delegation listened to it. And that's ASAP Rocks. ASAP, uh, no, no, not ASAP Rock. I don't know why I said ASAP Rocky. Album came out mm-hmm. same day as Dirk's. Yeah, I fucks with his album. I never heard it. You Never have heard. to listen to. It's from, he's from the East Coast. He's from Harlem, with a down south, you know, um, down south flow. But he can he can spit. The beats on there was dope. I fucks with the album. Great see, uh, album is will only get you great replay value if it is perfectly sequenced. Please understand that artist sequencing your album. Making it sound like a story, from top to bottom. So go back and get all the all, all the classic CDs you, that yes. you could imagine, and and look at the way they sequence their albums. Look at the way Jay Z sequenced the uh, uh, what's the original Blueprint? Yeah, Blueprint One. Blueprint One, the one with them on the pool table with the cigar, 
in blue. Listen to that album. It's sequenced the greatest. They put together a great album. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these times, I listen to these mixtapes, I listen to these albums. They're not perfectly sequenced. Like, I really didn't get excited about Meek's album until, like, Check, Check, Check came on. And he that's like seven he was seven songs in. I do like the record with him and, and um the him and Swiss Swiss Beast did. It's starting to grow on me. Do you do, can can you imagine this? Meek Mills has been in jail for what, eight, nine months? Yeah. He, he keeps a single in rotation somehow. But then what your man just do to him? Joe Button. Joe Buttons. Tell the, as you would say, the black delegation. <laughs> Joe Button, over the weekend, right? This way hit hit the media. By this being Meek's mail, Meek Mill album just coming out. Joe Button was like, it's hard for me to listen to on this podcast, you know, Joe I listen to a lot of podcasts and everything. So Joe was like, it's hard for me to, you know, listen to Meek's album, he's all in love with Nikki and Nikki and Nikki in a, a box. And that's a nice box. But getting back to what I was saying, um, I don't care if it's bought or not, that box is real. <laughs> Understand that. All you motherfucking niggas, dudes talking about you, you hate uh, uh, fake breasts and fake asses, fuck that. The box is real. You can't buy, you can't, yeah, you can. I take that back. You can get a fake. I was about to bring up Caitlyn Jenner. Right. But he hasn't, Caitlyn. He hasn't got it done. Anyway. They're making it. <laughs> it's, it's in motion. <laughs> as soon as he come up with that other part. Okay. Right. It's in the oven. As soon right. as he get off the S's, he going to have one. Um, That box is real. So the thing about it is Joe said that and Meek went in on Twitter Called him, said every, when he performed during his set, the crowd got quiet. Joe Budden answered back. For one, you're taking it out of context. Meek kept going on saying that love and hip hop, uh, New York money must be drying up, blah, blah, blah. He went, they had a whole Twitter back and forth. Then Joe Budden said, You don't want to go this route with me. You don't rap that well. Whoa. I repeat. Joe Budden said, you don't want to go this route with me. You do not rap that well. So you got a you got a, a, a recovering addict and a loud, screaming-ass rapper <laughs> arguing over Twitter. Arguing over some statements being taken out of context that's being said in a podcast. You know how that go. The media picked up on it. So the media actually really started this situation, even though, and I didn't know people were listening that much to Joe's podcast. He's like episode 19 or 20 or whatever. He said, his name is podcast is, uh, you know, I named his podcast later. I, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to take a listen to it. I will. Um, but I do listen to like, like a lot of other podcasts and everything. And, you know, with Joe, with Joe, he, Joe's like the, the person that he gets attacked. He gets attacked so much because of the Pump It Up record. He gets attacked for, you know, and this nigga enslaved a lot of broads in the industry. 
We talking about a lot. We talking about not just just Tahiri only. Man, Joe Bunce can never say nothing to me about nothing. Talking about being booed up when you was on Love and Hip Hop, and your shit was totally out of whack, out of out of everything. Like the brawl was back and forth, and you was back and forth, and but in between it, uh, getting high, crying to your mama, and all that old man. Joe Buttons is whack. Uh, he he turned. <laughs> Joe Buttons. And then when it comes to them lyrics, though, he was a killer. Yeah, he can rhyme all he want to, but I don't. He talking about. I ain't fuck with him since he said I don't watch the throne or something. That's when he said that about uh, Kanye, yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he dissed Jay. Yeah, he, he, he's he, oh he just God. trying to be relevant again. He oh all right. God. He all right. Here we man. go with the Jay Z reference. We have to have a Jay Z reference every time in this podcast. Yeah, you the one talking about it first. You said I said Joe Button. I said nothing about Jay Z. You said Jay Z had the best sequence album ever. Okay, like, Blueprint. I did. I would never mention Jay Z. <laughs> reference again ever. No more Armadale talk, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm not gonna mention it again. But with this modern day who else are you listening to with this modern day rap? Uh I like uh Travis Scott, the thirty five hundred song. You have to do you gotta listen to Tra- Travis is dope. Travis is real dope. I mean he got he gives you straight energy. Days before rodeo album. I mean, it's a mixtape. I still bumped that. That came out like two years ago. 2014. Right. It's got straight energy. And you know what he wrote and produced on Yeezus? You can hear the referencing, you know, between them two. Him and Kanye. Mm-hmm. Him, Kanye, Sahai. High, they wrote on Yeezus, along with King Louie and everything. But you know, when it come down to Travis, got that energy. Travis is on that road. His record label don't believe in him too much. I don't know why. I seen him performing at the Summer Jam. I didn't know who he was. Really? No, I didn't know who he was. I don't play with these niggas. I, 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 I don't never. play. I don't play with these uh, niggas. Well, you know, he sound like somebody that's uh, he went to high school or somewhere. Travis Scott. <laughs> so I didn't know who he was. I. I I was out the loop, man. But but his song Thirty Five Hundred made me start listening to all the little new shit because Two Chains really killed his verse. Mm. Okay. okay. Two Chains on that Thirty Five. He said, uh, "My house is bigger than your imagination." Trap house. I call it the cash station. Mama house. That's the Jag stations. Emojis. Sad faces. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is the Jay Z. Fan that's talking. Number one fan. Get it right. Number one fan. All albums, Jay-Z from 96 on up to Picasso Baby and everything like that. Talking about 2 Chains, a.k.a. Titty Boy, a.k.a. True. Yeah, he, you know he, what I'm saying? Yeah. Titty Boy went off on that on that one. Play a circle, <laughs> duffel bag boys. His ascension from, like, from four years ago has, has been... You, that's what you really call a come up. Once you get your foot in the door, man, you got to really like just plan them. Yeah, you do. You got to plan them. You do. I yeah. like uh, when when is the R and B coming back? R and B is just dead. When you got R and B, when you got majority of the R and B niggas talking like they rappers and shit, it's R and B just hip hop just killed R and B. Only thing right. you got right now is Chris Brown. Yeah, you got and, Chris Brown and Trey Songs. Whoa. <laughs> Both from Virginia. What about Usher? 
Usher just performed at Essence Fest over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard and read it wasn't all that great. I heard he did his thing. I love the Good Kisser record because you know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. He's talking about head. Pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was talking about good top. Mm, mm. Sloppy toppy. And, and the thing about it is, you know, the women loved it more, but here's the thing, though. I don't care what she kissing. Just be good at it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Is Usher aging out now? Uh, He probably got one more big tour in him. Because I think he's about, what, 35 now? Yeah. I think he's around an age, something like that. But, I mean, is he aging out? Is his music and his fan base aging out? Has Chris Brown and Ty Dolla Sign and, and uh, who else? Miguel, 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 has Miguel replaced Usher? Uh, I don't, I don't know. He got to, he got to come with it on this album to really like replace. Miguel Usher. says he makes music for people to fuck to. Strong statement. I'm going to get his CD right now. Wild heart, <laughs> music to fuck to. Pause. Wow. And um, is his is 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 Usher aging out? Usher makes makes good music. He know he, he know how to pick pick and he know what to do. I remember the first time I seen him, he was, he opened up for Bad Boy, and that's when he was running around with the back Big Mac thing, and they came to the Riviera, and that's when Biggie opened up for Craig Mack. Uh huh. And and Usher opened up, but before that was back when they used to give out your little. Uh, that's when he was a kid, right? Right. He was thirteen years old, and that's when they used to give out your EP. Right, before. right, 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 right. And they gave out the EP, and they was throwing it back up on the stage at him, man. And he kept going, he kept doing his thing, and then he disappeared for a minute, and he came back out with that, you make me wanna? Okay. Oh, um, okay. I said, damn. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that first album was produced by Puffy, and it did, it did a little something. It didn't do what it, what it was. He talked about how, you know, he was around a whole lot of shit. He's seen a whole lot of stuff when at 13, 14 years of age. Yeah, man, the, 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 the cocaine was flowing in. You had Mary J. Blige, you had Chelsea. Puffy was young, like he was fresh out of fresh out of Howard University. You 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 blowing up your bad boy thing is taking off. You got Biggie rocking. The champagne is flowing. Like I'm, I'm quite sure he wouldn't do that now. If if you start a record company now at 45, 46, he wouldn't do that in front of a 13 year old. But he was got to look at what he was, you know. I don't know though, man. I, I, I don't know what 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 fucked Tevin Campbell up, cause he had one of the best voices. That I'm ready album. I don't 93. think Tevin Campbell was really want. Was he really talking to men when he was talking making that album? I, I, that's uh, that's what I mean, I'm saying. Was he really talking to women when he made the album? I, he, I, I, I don't I don't know if he's seen two men getting it on or what, but <laughs> which is nothing wrong. That's hey, you know, that's you. You do your thing. Um. It's wrong. I'ma say it, damn it, it's wrong. Okay. Reason I'm wrong too, cause I have uh relations with women and I'm not married. So they say ain't no sin better than ours. So so what? The comment says rumors of gay rappers just don't come around me with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Um Is Usher aging out with his with his with his his fan base? He probably is, man. Every everybody ages out. He just gotta 
you, you, you get hot, you come in the game, you hot, and you the man, you start boiling down, then you try to make a comeback, then you make your comeback, then you on drugs again, I guess. Oh, His age-based is, is what, married with kids or settled yeah, down? Married with, with kids. Married with kids yeah, or settled down? 35. Whatever. 35 years old, you're supposed to be married with kids by then. Like, let like the, let take these, the Usher posters off your wall. Let these young yeah, people, yeah. let these young niggas tell it, you know, shit. They'll have uh, braids and beards, braids, beards, and braids with beads in it, and still rock that damn do rag with the hat to the left or to the right. Man, do you know like what they I Like they 50 Cent. It was 90 degrees today in Chicago. Uh huh, go ahead. I never will ever forget this sight in my life. It was a young brother. Walking down the street with his shirt off, he got jogging pants on, but he got his sag on. His sag is so crazy, like he got under the cuff of his butt. Pause. Pause. <laughs> so pause. Super pause. He, he's so in the cuff of his butt, but he's trying to keep his pants up in the front. I said, Mella, it's 90 degrees. Just take this jogging pants off and throw them over your shoulders too with your shirt. Because <laughs> you got on shorts. He was like, thanks, old school. And I hate when they call me old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like you just, you couldn't think of that on your own? <laughs> you couldn't think of that on your own. It's no. 1230. That's too much like right, right? Like, man, what? The? It's too much like right. And, and, and he just, he stopped. He kicked off his shoes, took off his jogger pants, put his shoes back on. And then he took his drink out of his lean cup and, and, and kept it moving. These kids is off that for the last, what, seven, eight years, nine, ten years? I want to say like the last five years, it's really blown up. Like a few years ago, like it wasn't as prominent. Like only guys that really had a little money, they were doing it. But now. Lean is not a Chicago thing, though. No. Come on now. Appeals are. I didn't know that either. Yeah, appeals. I, 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 I wouldn't. No, no, no. Let's 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 go. I want to go back. So you want you want to talk about the power of hip hop, right? Power of hip hop has introduced drugs to the community. I yeah. sell drugs to the community. You was right. that from Black Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> I said tasty. <laughs> order, 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 nigga. Order this motherfucker. Um. You are nothing but a jailhouse tramp, Tasty. Um, Jamal put me on that movie, man. Black About Dynamite was so funny. I don't care ago, what man. nobody says. My stomach was hurt. It's, you can watch the whole movie on YouTube right now. Arsenio uh, Hall is in the movie. That's what he was doing when his show was before his show no came out. Pete. <laughs> Get back to what you were saying, man. Get back to what you were saying. Okay, drugs. It used to be how to roll a blunt. Yeah. Then I, I'm gonna name names. That was Red Man. Red Man was how to roll a blunt, smoking blunt. That's what it was 20 years ago. Okay. Then you got now. I mean, then you got the Wu Tang Clan. They was talking about dropping acid. Yeah. Now and doing mushrooms, right? Right. Niggas never did that. Not niggas from our era and our time and that around that time. The only they? thing I did at the Wu Tang was talking about was drink them Guinness Stouts. 
Scary albums, no money else, smashed again and stuff. Yeah. Acid, mushrooms. Then it started getting into X pills. Right? Right. The whole X pills came into the later half of the the, the, the later the late nineties, going into two thousands. Mm-hmm. Everybody was off X, doing X pills. Yeah. Period. Then you got the Texas culture that infiltrated and came up the Texas culture because all the kids, all the kids would go down to school and go to Texas, and they would be doing lean. Right. I never knew that though. I never was around that at all. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I knew people. I knew you know guys and. And females that, that did that, even I was not a freak nigga. I didn't see none of that lean stuff at all. Right. Everybody does lean now. Everybody pops Zannies. Everybody pops uh, 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 perks, Percocets, whatever the shit's called. Well, where's the money coming from? Oh, man. Where's the money coming Everybody on lean. Where's this money coming from? They got Jordans, uh, $300. Uh, true religion jeans, six hundred dollar Robin jeans. That's why they smashing and grabbing like that. I don't even know what a Robin jeans. I couldn't even tell you what the fuck that shit. A bunch of some some designer jeans that look like Stonewash, with a bunch of uh, uh, rhinestones on the back pockets. Some of them on the front. I watched a dude at tops and bottoms out west on Pulaski and Madison, the classic store of Chicago street. Where street culture. This dude said, I buy three or four pair of these from you every week. I need these for tonight. And the man wanted to charge them six fifty. He said, Man, let me get them for five fifty. And the dude went buzz. He's like, Man, you on some bullshit. And they stood there and he was standing around and he was and he just finally left and he's like, Man, I ain't fucking with you no more. I was like, he bought three or four a week. What does you gonna you gonna let that sale leave for over a hundred dollars? Yeah, but uh, you know, man, we Robin. Wait a minute, a pair of jeans. Now, I ain't go front. I was down. I was down ten years ago. I went to uh, Nashville. This is when Jeezy was popping. I was right. doing some music business shit down there in Jack with Nashville, and I saw for the first time Red Monkey. <laughs> I wanted to ask, what, you know, how much these, these look nice. I hear Jeezy talk about this shit once, all the time. Four fifty. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, four fifty. I don't know why they just ran Jabo out of town. Jabo's was cool with me. Brand X was the shit. I mean, you went to Kenwood. You know about the Jabo's. Yes. They, they, I mean, yeah. but <laughs> is it something that we do? We blow the shit up and then they overcharge and shit like that. Man, it gets popular with us. And they overcharge? I guess that's what it is, man. Like, yeah. right now, what's the, what's the most in thing? True religion? Robin jeans. Robin jeans? Yeah, that's what they smashing and grabbing at the stores. Like, when they go in there, they... You're smashing and grabbing because niggas can't afford, right? Yeah. Niggas then can't afford go, to pay then, then you go in to sell them. Then you go buy your drugs. So, the drug dealers have become the new dope things. That's what I had to tell a shorty. If you're going to sell crack all day, and then you're just going to go buy the loud pack... And then you got to go buy the, the the lean. Then you got to buy the X. 
You the new dolphin. You worse there. Why don't you just cut out the middle, man, and buy to smoke your own crack? And they say they saying they cutting the lean now with, with corn syrup. The shit you get from uh, uh the shit you get from what's the name? From what's the what's the shit called? The, 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 you get from Food for Less. Or the best buy. Ultra. Best, oh yeah, Food for Less. You know what I'm saying? You get corn syrup in it. That's what's in the lean now. So when you're uneducated, what do you think you're gonna do? <laughs> That's ridiculous. But I mean, but that tells you what the power hip hip hop has become now. I watched a dude walk in the barbershop one time with a two liter bottle of pineapple crush, and he had the prescription bottle of the lean or the cough syrup. Activist, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't know I don't either. Know. I, don't know. I just watched him mix it up, and I was like, "You feel that comfortable that you could do that in front of?" Him? Like and oh. he had a baby bottle and he oh. measured it up oh. in the baby bottle. Yeah. Now you're touching on another now you're touching on something else. There is no more hiding of anything. Nah. They walk down the street rolling the blunt now. They walking down the street rolling the blunt. There's now. no more hiding there's no more discretion no no more discretion. Nah. That's what I was trying to say. There's no more discretion. You would have said discretion. Right. Pause. That's a, Pause. that's some lady baby dame on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> My G baby, her name is Christian. Oh, you should speak. Oh man, I'll be on Facebook. I'll be looking at some of these names or these people in the on, on their first names. I seen one person named you, you Vonda, you Vonda, Y O U Vonda. What was she thinking? She wasn't. What was her mother thinking? She wasn't. You Vonda. She probably they she not love Vonda, not Shavonda, but what? You Vonda. She probably was talking about I'm fucking you and Vonda when I get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said it so much in Thomas. That's got to be her name. <laughs> you giving these these names. I mean, but there's no discretion anymore at all. None. I mean, they will have a conversation. It's even getting it's gotten worse to the point where you know, you you have the earpiece. The, the female got the earpiece saying you hear her talking about any and everything. Yeah. He got me fucked up. That's what all I hear every time I go somewhere. Heard, he got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. I heard the two Arguments. girls talking in the barber shop. Two young girls, high school girls. Okay, and uh. They was talking about eating each other out. Eating eating out and who they be messing with and what I'm saying, girl, ain't nothing wrong with tasting a little pussy every now and then. <laughs> I said, no oh discretion whatsoever. And, no. and it was like they look at you like you wrong for looking at them. Like when they, when you say like if when we were younger, you knew you couldn't say certain words. Right. You couldn't say forget it then. Right. Cause your mama said, Well, you might as well say fuck it then. Right. You couldn't say dang. You might as well say damn. You know yeah, you I mean? waved your hand like that. Oh, if you, if you waved, there was no waving on him. Man. Yeah, you waved your hand. That's like, she, my, my great-grandmother told me, that's like saying, fuck you. Yeah. I had an athletic mother when it came to whooping ass. Like, she whooped ass, for real. I mean. She only had one child, so it was just like, I got I to gotta be on my P's and Q's. There's no discretion whatsoever. Like you said, they talk about, uh, uh, what they did to her that night, she going this and everything. It's like everybody doesn't need, it's like, fam, everybody don't need to hear about what's going on or what you got going on. Well, you know what was it up for that? 
they see their mothers do it, and like they see their mothers do so much outlandish shit that moms don't even recognize what they're doing, like bringing bringing multiple men in the house. Okay, uh, having going out every night, Monday through Monday. You know what okay. I mean? All right. There's no, like I said before, we were made to go to church. Right. And that that taught us some type of discipline, some type of order, some type of, you know, it 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 it, it taught us how to sit down and pay attention to something. Even if you didn't know what the pastor was saying, you had to pay attention, at least for that 90 minutes. But these kids, they're not made to go to church. They're not made to go to school. I had to ask one player, one player on my team, I said, man, where you been? Been at home, man. I said, where you been at home for three days? Yeah, I said, what your mama say? She don't be saying nothing. We be chilling. What? <laughs> what you think is the age difference between them? I don't, I don't, she, she, she looked kind of young, but my mother was 17 years older than me. I had to go to school every damn day. Mm. No matter what. No, it wasn't no sitting at home watching. And, and school was an outlet for me because I was at home with women. They were older. They was watching uh, fucking... Uh, Young and the Restless. Not not just... It started off with... What's the show to come on at 10 o'clock now still now? Price is Right. Yeah, Price is come Right. Come on down. And then you got to go go to the news. Then you go to the all the stories. And I couldn't stand the stories. So I didn't want to be at home. You mean, Tim, you never watched Young and the Restless or, or One Life to Live or none of them stuff? I knew about Jesse and Angie. You had to know about Jesse and Angie. Yeah, there's only he, black people that was on what? Yeah, you know, Luke and Laura, they still on the damn TV. No. You see? You still you still watching. No, you watch Entertainment Tonight, they'll tell you about it. <laughs> Shit. Luke and Laura's still on TV, man. Uh, Jack is still on TV. Jack from, who? Young, from Young and the Restless. Jack. Victor Newman. Victor Newman. <laughs> Jack Abbott. Oh, that's that's the light skin. That's that's the dude with the white hair, right? Who? Victor Newman? Victor Newman. Victor, Victor Newman's Newman. like the most synonymous villain in, in soap's history. Ain't that a character on Eddie Murphy? Uh no. Beverly Hills Scott. No. Victor Newman. You don't you're right. You don't watch soaps. Okay. Right. Let's get out of that one. <laughs> yeah, man. I watch no damn soap operas. You know, the but, new soap operas are the reality shows. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it that's it is. love and hip hop, basketball wives. It is. All that garbage. It is. I mean and they And they have, watch that too. Yeah, they do. They want to emulate that a lot. You know what I had a, a, a student ask me? What's that? A fourth grader asked me. Fourth grader. How old is a fourth grader? Nine years old. Uh-huh, go ahead. Asked me that I watch Empire, the last episode. I was like, shit, Empire had me hot. What the hell was you doing watching that? You know what I mean? Right, right. This, I didn't get, You know this, what, honestly, I only watched like one episode or two episodes of Empire this year. Oh man, and they did good. They did good, good, great numbers. But I mean, that show doesn't have any discretion either. No, TV has no discretion at all now. That show has no discretion either. I mean, you know, before you used to couldn't even. Instead of it was just a kiss between the two gay guys. No, they they, they was, this locked, was a, they they locked tons. Then this everybody was, a was session. About, Is he gay? What you mean? Is he gay? There no regular man. <laughs> that that ain't acting. Yeah, <laughs> that's not acting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 we have no discretion in this social media generation digital world that we in now. Period. You know, it, anybody can get glorified. Yeah, anything can get glorified. Period. 
long yeah. as it's not positive to uplift your race. Mm. Long as it's not positive to uplift your race. That's when, right. That's when the backlash comes in. That's when the backlash comes in. Now look, look at the Bill Cosby thing that broke today. They supposedly he supposedly said that he did drug women this and that. All right. So what? So I'm gonna I say wonder this. who put that deposition out. Who who actually did TMZ get that? Uh, That's what it is. We're in this TMZ era of of life. And they they follow people around. Yes, they do. And they they could care less. They get they get the best of footages. Like, but sometimes they do have a, they do fall back. Sometimes well, TMZ they do. Yeah, they do. They do fall back. Like somebody's trying to sell a picture of Bobby Christina in hospital right now. They said somebody out of Bobby Brown family trying to sell it. So nobody from his family can go up there but him. Okay. For Bobby took, Brown? Yeah. Okay. Somebody took a picture of Bobby Christina, supposed to be in hospice. Now, that person, come on, man. Like, and they trying to sell it. So nobody, there's no takers yet. You think somebody going to buy it? Uh, these sleaze balls, it, 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 it depends. If it TMZ depends hasn't bought it yet, then. That means the person's price is too damn high. He probably wants a Learjet and $35 million. That's a sad situation, too. Yeah. She actually is going out like her mother. Or went out like her mother. Could you be, can, can, can you put yourself in Bobby Brown's shoes? He lost his mother, his father, his ex wife, and an 18 month span. He had a hard time over the weekend performing, I heard. At the uh, Essence Fest? Was it at Essence Fest? Essence Fest. Did he do something down there? I don't know if it was whether he was doing no, he was doing some kind of concert where he said he had a lot on he had to stop a couple of times. He had to um he had to stop a couple of times, you know, go back, get himself together. The the but the crowd was still cheering him on. Still cheering him on, still singing the songs with him because he forgot some words and everything. I mean, it's kinda hard, you know, singing my prerogative when you know Yeah. You got your child. Yeah. Uh, one of your one of your children is, is is basically brain dead and and everything. You know, yeah. it's kind of hard. And dealing with all of that, like her mama tried to make him out to be the villain. And yeah, I, sure. I looked at her in that damn interview when her son said, "I'm the one that started Whitney to do cocaine." Yeah, yeah. And her mama looked like who sissy, right? Yeah, she had the look of the. The bucket number six. She got she got she missed. Bobby involved with it, right? Yeah, she got Bob involved with it. He said I used to drink a little beer. I used to smoke with a little weed. He said, and she introduced me to it. And I got addictive personality. Bob Bobby Brown, for all of you know, for, for what it is with the whole new edition, and I know you know them real close, you real tight with Michael Bivens and everything, right? Yeah. Bobby Brown, um, was vilified for leaving the group. Yeah. He was always looked at as the rebel and painted as the rebel. He started the group. Him and Mike started the group. Okay. And uh, he, the, the record company made them vote him out, you know, because they turned them against him about the money, this and that, and the record company was stealing the money all along. But, you know, he he, he bounced back. He was he be, That's how he became the king of R&B. And he made, he made great day, music. No album has five number one singles off of it ever in R&B music. Prerogative? Yeah. Every little step I take? Yep. You will be there. Um, 
Don't What's be cruel. That was the jam. I know it. I, I know. I don't be. Everybody, every nigga in Chicago had a Gumby. Then he had Tenderoni. Yeah, that's when you, that's when you, that's what, that, I understand it's, you. I understand it's digitals. You was a Tenderoni. You was a Tenderoni. Not a thought. You was a Tenderoni. A Tenderoni. Yeah, he was a Tenderoni. You know what I'm saying? And it goes back to that R&B music thing. Like he really, he he really set the bar high. You know why he won on that? You know why he won on that CD? If the song wasn't produced by Babyface in LA, Teddy Riley had it. Jimmy Jam too, right? Then did no, they, did, no, they they did. Uh, Johnny Gill did. Uh, it was either LA and Babyface or Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. So them them, them, them guys held down R&B at one point in time. Like okay, so real. wait a minute, you had. No, the only you had three different factions going, right? Like you said, L.A. Babyface, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley, King. We had Keith Sweat. Yeah, he put that whole album together. Um, he put that whole album together. So I mean, it goes back to what we was talking about as far as like with music, like it has to have replay value. You know what I'm saying? It has to have replay value. It has to keep you know. So who was our guy now? Who, who who can really put together? Uh, can Kanye put together a real M- R and B album right now? He produced that new song by for uh, Rihanna. An album. Can he put together an R and B album? Yeah. No, I don't know. Can Dre do it, Doctor Dre? No. I don't know. I don't think so. So you got to give that credit to Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley or uh, Hank Shockley and them, because uh, they did the BBD shit. They did the Poison and... and you were uh, talking about a whole album. A whole album. From top, from 12 songs. 12 songs. Of R&B. One R&B. producer. Yeah. Teddy Riley. Only one's going to be able to do it is Drake right now. <laughs> you know what? On the real, I got the utmost respect for Drake. Why? Cause he got the he got bars. Uh huh. He's melodic with it. But who was like that from our era? Who was really like that? That was doing the rap and the hip hop thing and the singing, like rap. I mean, rap and the singing thing. Yeah. That they clown. Our era clown niggas like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Our era clown niggas like this, yeah. period, and, like and, Drake. And, and only only Eric Sermon would play with it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, he, he would play with it. Niggas would get clowned from our era for like for for making that kind of music. They killed ja, ja Rule's career because of that. And now everybody's doing it. Yes. That's crazy. So Ja Rule should be really honored and paid homage to by he held down the radio stations for three years yeah he did well I'll be one with my baby but an eye for an eye a tear for 50 <laughs> turned everybody against him and 50 used that same style that Jai was doing to become a multi-millionaire along with him his, his, his investment in vitamin water but you know it's just He's what he did. But the thing about it is, you know, from my era, 
who was doing the the rapping hip hop thing, the rapping R and B thing at the same time. That compares to Drake. I don't know. I, I I can't come up with a name. Nobody. Bobby didn't take didn't take the rap shit serious. No, 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 no. Bobby Brown is a king of R and B, man. R and B, not music. R and B, rhythm and blues. Black people's music, cause it, cause of the, you know he's the only one still to do that. Five number one singles for a solo artist off of one album. Michael Jackson was pop music. They created a whole nother lane for Michael Jackson because Elvis had the king of rock and roll. So they called Mike the king of pop for a, a one reason and one reason only because he really wanted to top Elvis. But they created the popular music for Mike. Now, you know you a bad motherfucker when they create a whole lane for you. That's like going out of Dan Ryan. They say, we're going to create this this lane here for Michael Jackson. <laughs> right. He's the only one to drive in this lane. That's I, strong. I can't think about who can compare to Drake at all right now. You know, he he he, he has it. The, the tangibles that, that, that's, you know, that these fans are looking for now, he has it. What is music, and he can he can get he can swoon you in. Sometimes you be you, the song will come on and you just you know you'll be singing his part like he's on this remix of, of Fetty Wap. I was I was I was hooked. I was convinced about Drake after uh, what was his song? Uh, where he was supposed to get the girl and he was kidnapped in the video. She was kidnapped. I got to find your love. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. I was like, this dude. That, that, but you know what, though? You know what, what people say? His whole style comes from, guess what? What? 808's and Heartbreak from Kanye. Well. That whole everything about Drake comes from that album. What he said, he addressed that, didn't he? And on, and on uh, Pop That. Who did? Drake. What did he say? We don't rap alike. We don't sound alike. The only difference between me and you is we got some years on them. He talking about Common. He was talking about Common. He wasn't talking about no Kanye. Oh, he was talking about Kanye? Yeah, he was talking about Common. Yeah, well, Common got him back, right? Yeah, Common didn't get that ass. <laughs> Told him you can't on the drop. <laughs> got that ass. You and your mixed feelings. That's 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 what. Shout out to Common, man. That's one of my all-time favorites, man, because uh, the man, he, he started out rapping things that I could relate to because he was from the shy. And every time I see him now, good person, good dude, always bigger. He, uh, be he pissed me off when he talking about that new. They, he talking about we got a. Fuck it, we keeping new. Oh, when, keep he, when he won his Oscar. Nah, he was talking about you know if we just be cool with everybody, we can, we'll be okay. Talking about us blacks, we'll be okay and everything. Like, come on, man, you can't have that money. Well, man, he getting that money now, man. <laughs> Get that money. So the money, the money changed everything, huh? Man, it's different, man. When you get that Oscar and you get the money, and everything changes. Yeah, man, it's 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 it's, it's when you're not on 87th Street every day. Yeah, it's hard to feel 87th Street like that. You know, and and what's tripped out is a lot of these, you know, these new rappers have left. Yeah, they left Chicago. You got to when you when you leave. I get the fuck out of here in a minute. Everybody around Dirk was getting killed. Everybody around Chief Keith was getting killed. Yeah. They went out to his house and yeah. 
and and slap them around. Come on, man, you got to get out of here. Nothing. There's nothing here. I mean, now the, the the other two have left now because of whatever. I don't know where this podcast gonna take us, but let me get a little bit of money. <laughs> Shit. Where you gonna move to? Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii when I'm 50. October 24, 19, 2020. October 24, 2020, I'll, I'll be living in Hawaii. I don't give a damn if I'm homeless. I'm going to live in Hawaii. Why Hawaii? Nice weather. That's what the homeless people need. Oh, nice weather. <laughs> if it shit I, I was out there in Vegas a couple of weeks ago. That That's 123 degree weather is... It's no, not, I'm not fathomable. Going, I'm not going to no shit like that. I'm going to Hawaii. You know, go out there to lay surf. on the beach and chill and listen to Fetty Wild. Baby, won't you come my way? I got something I want to say. And these dancers are not creative now. No, <laughs> these dancers now, y'all just throw y'all fists in there and just say oh, yeah, everything. Side. All that you is, do is bounce. That is, oh, that is so terrible, y'all. The running man. Y'all can't do the running man. Y'all can't do the, none of that, man. Y'all ain't. That's why y'all girls so fat. Y'all do drugs all day and don't dance. And oh, like, shit. <laughs> the, the bitches with big bellies talking about, this belly to protect this pussy I got. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, it, it's very protected, sweetheart. No, check this out. I got I to gotta bring this up, and I'm going to bring this up. A gentleman, African-American, in Oklahoma City, Walked into a Walmart dressed as the man that comes to pick up the money, the armored car guy. Uh huh. Signed the papers, said a few words with them. They gave him seventy-five thousand dollars. Forty-five minutes later, the real armored car guy came up. This dude left in a Dodge Charger, black with rims on it. He tricked them out of that money, and it was all—it was a robbery. Wow. But all he did was spoke to him. I got to big up that dude there, man. That that is the <laughs> that is the coldest. That's the coldest Axel Foley shit I ever seen in my life. It's all over the news. They got pictures of him. I know he's gonna get caught because he's gonna be at the car wash talking shit. He's gonna get high. But man, you man, he a better caper. bury that goddamn money. Man, you you pulled a caper out this world like seventy five thousand dollars for your signature. He went in there and got seventy five bands. Him. I think that's how they're going to catch him. He, he probably signed his real goddamn name. He went in there and got 75 bands out of a Walmart. Uh, he was doing the pickup, the relay pickup. And they thought it was the guy that usually come in there. Was he, he an ex-worker or something like no, that? No, he, he had the uh, armored car shit on. He wow. had the vest on. He had the gun on the side. And he walked in there and did it. 75 bands. 75 In bands. Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. Shout out to you, bro. Man, you 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 could have did any other kind of crime. Man, my hero. But you went in there in Walmart and got them for seventy five racks. Yeah, Sam Walmart, Sam Walton, and which ain't nothing but ten dollars to them. Man, <laughs> seventy five. Ten dollars. Seventy five thousand. He probably right now in that black charge, baby. Won't you come my way? <laughs> Reasonable ignorance. Episode four, man. <laughs> Reasonable ignorance, man. Episode four. I'm Michael Walton, aka Magic Mike32 on your Instagram and your Twitter. Jamal Shabazz, King Bula on Twitter and Instagram. Reasonable ignorance on SoundCloud.com. We need you to go view, like, share. We only episode four in. And we got get, more to come. 
and give us a few of your reviews, man. Give us, I don't care if you didn't like it. Tell us, man. We, we, tell us what you didn't like about us. Tell us what you do like about us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We'll talk about it, and, and, and we gonna get. We have some good interviews coming up soon with some yeah. celebrities. Interviews coming up, local celebrities, major celebrities. We got them coming up. Trust me, Axel Foley's on the move. Thanks a lot, y'all.